one. Don't mind me. I had a funny conversation in my head just now before I started the podcast. So, guys, what's going on? This is your girl, Model E of the E and Friends podcast. Thank you for tuning into another bi weekly episode with your girl. So, I hope everyone is doing well, staying positive, keeping healthy, and staying out the way. So before we go ahead and start the show, make sure you guys continue to follow me on Instagram at EFriendsPod and on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. Thank you for telling a friend about me, your girl. Also, thank you to all my listeners all around the world. Because when I look at my map, oh my God, I have so many listeners all over the place, so many different countries. And thank you for the support. I love y'all too. All right, so guess what? Your girl just had a 40th birthday. Yes, I know women ain't supposed to never tell their age, but I'm not afraid to tell my age. I look good for my age. So I just turned 40, and by the time you hear this podcast, I would have just been celebrating my 40th with some friends, family, and it was just good to be around folks who you love and who genuinely love and care for you. So we had a good celebration and, um, you know, like I said, it was just nice to see everybody. It was a few people that came out of town, which, you know, I love. I was so happy to see that. It's been a long time coming, you know, for us to come and, you know, bring folks to the house and everything and do this celebration. And I'm glad that my husband actually put it together. And um, it, I mean, it was a success. It was a major success. So I am definitely happy and I'm, I'm ready to do it again. Not right now, right? But I'm ready, to, I'm ready to do it again. Yeah, so, you know, I had that birthday celebration and everything. So, um, another thing that I want to talk to you guys today is about something that I have been doing lately. And if I sit and I let my husband tell this, he it'll just be like, I've never done it in my life. Like, it's been so long that I've done it. So, lately... Ever since the kids got out of school this summer, I have been traveling back home to my hometown in South Carolina. And it, it is not that far. It's like three hours up the road, but it can be pretty long, you know, because it's the highway, you know, it's, it's nothing to do, it's nothing to see, and it's just a long ride. So I haven't been home in about, I don't even wanna lie y'all, like it's been a very long time. It's been well over three, four years, possibly, that I've been home. So, you know, all my family is back at home. It's just little old me here in North Carolina. Everybody's in South Carolina. And so, um, you know, my, my kids are getting older and my oldest one, you know, he wants to go and, you know, be with his grandmother and also see the rest of his family. And so I say, you know what, this summer I'm going to travel more often. So I've been going back and forth up the road with either dropping both of them off or, you know, coming back and get one and then take the other one so he can have his little break because he wanted to have a little break from his little brother. They're five years apart, so I really understand, you know, having that mental because he needs a little break too. I get it. So um, another thing, you know, I realized uh, my father, he 
was so happy to see me. Like every time I went home and sometimes I would just pop up on him and he was like, what you doing here? You know, we get out the car, we'll hug each other. I, I see that he definitely was happy to see me. You know, I keep popping up on him to check on him just to make sure he's doing what he's supposed to be doing because you know when folks get older, they tend to go another way and, you know, they get off balance and they start doing stuff. So you got to keep an eye on folks. So I got to keep an eye on them. But everybody's good. Everybody's happy. Everybody's healthy. They're doing what they're supposed to do. And that's what I love. So even though it took me a long time to get back on the road because the only thing is I don't it's 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 like it's very bored like it's nothing to do and especially if you're by yourself and plus when you go to South Carolina it's totally different from what you're used to because it's nothing there like everything closes seven eight o'clock at night is no food there or no healthy food everything is fast food and it's it's just a lot but that's where I'm from and that's what I know, you know, knew all my life. You know, now I'm grown, I venture out, you know, um, a lot of new things I came into my life. So I kind of have a new lifestyle now. So there's nothing wrong with that. So I kind of have a new lifestyle and I love it, but it's just different, you know, going back home, but also at the same time, you know, it's good to spend time with family and, you know, see uh, a few friends and stuff like that and speaking of friends on my birthday celebration my best friend from charlotte came down and i was so excited to see her and i'm gonna go ahead and say this i don't know if she's gonna hear this or not but i was a little on the iffy side if she was coming or not because she told me she said look i'll let you know on friday if i am coming Okay, Friday came, I didn't hear anything from her, and I didn't message her, I mean, I was going to let her be, let her figure it out. So Saturday came, and it was almost 5 o'clock, I said, hey, I sent a text, hey, are you, are you okay? And probably about 10 minutes later, I got a text message saying, hey, just hey. So now in my head, I'm like, okay, is this girl here, or is she not coming, okay? So next thing you know, it was like a little after five, but that's what time it started. I heard the doorbell rung, and it was my whole girl. Oh my God, like we hugged each other. Like I was so excited to see her because I haven't seen her since I was pregnant with my second child. So that was like six years ago. <laughs> and I keep saying, you know, we gotta do better. So now that I've started getting back on the road and stuff, because I got lazy over the years because Sean drove me everywhere I needed to go. So I got lazy with not, you know, driving. So I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna, you know, go up the road and see her. It's only, but about an hour and a half, you know, so I'm, I'm gonna do that and do better on that. And so we had a whole lot to farm. Had a couple friends came by, you know, my, my, my sis who used to live here, they moved away, they came and celebrated. Every time they come by, them and their family, it's always a good time. And um, it was just good to be around a whole lot of dope people. Like, we literally had a good time. So, yeah, I just wanted to dwell on my little birthday celebration. You know, everybody talk about, you know, they're turning 40 and, you know, they doing this, they doing that. Like, when it was my birthday, I didn't even remember it was my birthday until my husband said, happy birthday. And I'm like, oh shit, it's my birthday. 
<laughs> you know, it kind of just like once I had got about 36, 37, it kind of just felt like, you know, another day. My thing is, I don't even care if I go anywhere, if I do anything, you know, just as long as I'm acknowledged. But I'm just happy to be here because a lot of people is not here. You don't have to be old to die anymore. You know, a lot of my classmates and stuff died, passed away, you know, for different reasons. And a lot of stuff was controlled. A lot of stuff was, you know, uncontrolled. But I am just happy to be here, you know, to be in a number one more time because I really want to be here a long time. I want to see my kids have kids. I want to have grandkids. I want to be able to, you know, play with them and everything. And I want to teach my kids how to grow up, you know, just do all that stuff. And I pray every day that, you know, the Lord keep me and my husband here for our kids because I don't want to leave my kids here young and it's it's a whole different thing like who is going to care for them you know is that person going to do what we had planned to do with them you know so that's a lot to think about so I try to stay out of the way and say Lord please keep us here so we can raise our kids to be grown adults and they can think for themselves because I don't want nobody else having to raise them and keeping them held down because we know how our family is. <laughs> so yeah, guys, so that's a little bit of a backstory. And I want to get into, not as much, but this abortion. And what made me talk about this abortion is because um, I saw this video. Um, this happened in Mississippi. This woman, um, she was 13 weeks pregnant. And this is her second child, of course. But her um, her fetus has a rare medical condition. And what it is, is something about his cranium that he doesn't, he's not gonna be able to grow like the top of his skull and like a part of his head. And so she was trying to get an abortion because if she carried this baby full term, the baby can die within 30 minutes or a few hours. The baby's gonna die basically but she's not able to have an abortion because of this stupid abortion ban and the fetus condition does not qualify for her to get an abortion so that means either she's going to have to travel to another state that she can get an abortion or basically she's going to have this baby she's going to carry it to bury it who wants to go through that like this whole abortion thing is just stupid it's stupid and it's very inhumane very inhumane because why go through that stress that headache of having a child that you know that is not gonna live once they come out of the womb so um, the reason why they're not going to approve her abortion is because every time she went to her doctor's appointment, everything went fine, everything was normal, and she was not in any danger. So if she was endangered, then she could have had this abortion. But since everything is going good, even though this fetus is not going to make it once he come out of his womb, there's still no approval for um, the abortion. So um, it's sad you know, that we have to go through that and, you know, for someone to 
tell us what we can and what we can't do with our bodies when it comes to having kids. So, I mean, that that this is kind of something to think about. I mean, I know all the times we can't help, you know, we get pregnant, things happen. You know, we're human, it happens. But now it's like, if there's something that you really don't want, you kind of got to do stuff to prevent it because we're not going to be able to go anywhere and get rid of the fetus, you know? And for reasons like that, for medical conditions, I, I think those stuff should be allowed, but um, hopefully all this stuff will change soon and we keep putting our minds together and, you know, protesting about it. But I just wanted to um, speak on that for a little while. And also another conversation, um, this woman, this young lady in Texas who was recently celebrating her birthday as well, but her birthday did not end good for her. Uh, luckily, um, she was able to talk with her husband on the phone during this incident of what happened. So what happened is um, they went to this um, taco bar right before um, where they were planning to go to the taco bar. Uh, her husband wasn't there yet. She went there first and I think she went inside the restaurant and I think she was leaving because they were going somewhere afterwards. And um, she discovered that it was this napkin um, on the door handle of her car. So what she did is she took her up the ends of her nail and she picked it up like this and she flinged it. And then she turned around to take that same hand and she opened her door with it, not realizing that you know, it, it could be something. And so she got in a car and she called her husband and she said, did you put a napkin um, inside my doorknob? And he said, no, I didn't do that. So immediately she was like, oh my God, okay. I have been drinking a little bit. So I thought maybe my husband was playing um, a prank on me. And normally I wouldn't touch anything like that, but I just been drinking a little bit. So she was like, oh my God, where's my hand sanitizer? Where's my hand sanitizer? So she grabs her hand sanitizer and put it on her hand. And then she started to feel, she said like a few minutes later, she started to feel her fingertips were tingling. And then she called her husband and he told her, he said, well, just go in the restaurant, go back in the restaurant, you know, be calm, take deep breaths and, you know, just keep me informed. So they were kind of like in a new area. They really didn't know like what was the nearest hospital and thing like that. So she said she started to get like um, chills, like everything would just happen all at once. Her arms and stuff started to tangle more. And so her husband called 911 and they helped um, to direct her to the nearest hospital. When she got to the hospital, guys, they checked her vitals, blood pressure, vitals, and her vitals was like almost at a shutdown stage. Yes, just by touching this napkin that was laced with poison. So when she got to the doctor, the doctor told her, um, you know, lucky she came in and this could have been um, a human trafficking, like it could have been somebody who was trying to make her pass out, um, you know, and traffic her. Um, they do that a lot in Texas. Like it happens everywhere. But recently I've been hearing a lot of things about Texas, about this. And basically what she was saying is, if she had actually touched it with her full hands, it could have been worse than what it was. So um, I'm happy that, you know, she was on the phone and she was talking to her husband and he was able to say, you know what, let me go ahead and call 911. Something is wrong. It doesn't feel right. And so that's how her birthday ended up. But she's okay. 
um, and she was just saying, deliver the message. I wish I could let you guys hear the video, but she said to, you know, just everyone, every woman, everywhere, like just be aware of your surroundings and like, don't touch anything and um, just be safe. And believe it or not, um, I have a friend who lives out uh, in Cali and she was riding along a parking lot. She was going somewhere and she just saw money, bills on the ground. And she was just saying, like, really, do y'all guys really think that someone is so stupid that's going to pick this money up? If anybody picks this money up, it could be a chance that somebody could come out and grab you or it could be laced with anything. Guys, don't ever touch anything. I'm not going to touch nothing. You see a rotten egg or your windshield wiper or any type of paper inside your window. Like, if you see anything, don't touch it. I can get out of my car and be walking to a store and I can see like a napkin or a can or something like that. I don't even step on it. I don't step on it because you just never know. You just never know, especially women, you know, we, we look like we are very easy targets. And so they, they look for that. And a lot of people will study you. They will look at you, look at everything that you do and they feel that you can be an easy target they're gonna target you. So just be careful. It's a lot of this going on and let's just be careful out there. So that's what all I gotta say about that. So, um, that I talked about this here on uh, Life of Love with Erica and Sean. Make sure you guys go and check out um, that podcast with my husband and I, which airs every Thursday on Spreaker, and you can watch it on YouTube. And also, you can go to uh, Got What You Need Space Network on our Roku channel, and you can check out all our podcasts that's loaded there. We're also on Apple and on Fire TV, Amazon and Fire TV all that, go check it out. But we had this conversation um, about women dressing overly sexy because it was this video and this woman, she was talking about, you know, a woman would go and they would just dress out sexy and a man goes and say something to them very inappropriate. Then our men, you know, like our black men next to us will have to go and handle it because she basically just got verbally or emotionally abused and now you know they got to go step in my only thing is i don't care dress how you want to dress you know my husband loves to see me in a lot of stuff and he knows in order for me to be in those things like he has to actually buy it because i won't go out and buy it it's not that i'm not confident in my body i have a lovely body i don't mind showing it but i just don't like to you know i'm more of a cover-up person so so my husband brought me a lot of clothes and stuff that he wants to see me in so when you're out here as a woman once again like i say you should be able to wear what you want to wear without being molested or sexually over with your eyes like and when I say sexually with your eyes, look, you can feel a dude looking at you. Like, like you just know he looking, he's staring at you. He, he just eating you with his eyes. 
and I hate it so damn much. I hate it. And I don't even have shit on. Like, I don't even have nothing on sexy, like nothing near showing anything. They just looking and I hate it. As a female, we want to look nice. We want to go out and do things. And I know you don't want to wear shorts and just wear normal shorts and shirts all the time or wear joggers all the time. You know, we don't want to do that. We want to look cute, right? So we go and we put something on. And then we get men, you know, they're staring at us, they breathe down our backs and some of them would get to the point where they'll just come up and have a conversation with you and just be blatant rude or disrespectful. And if they may want to call themselves trying to, you know, thank you, but that's doing the pool. See, this is the life. That's doing the pool. Okay. When can I go in it? Later. No, All right, let me go to my podcast. Close the door. Down. Close the door. I'm talking to the people. Okay, bye, mommy. <laughs> this is what happens when you got kids. <laughs> so everyone who got kids, you understand. Like, he sees that I'm doing something. He was like, I don't care what you're doing, mama. Let them people see me. <laughs> so, but um, back to the conversation. You know, when we in these streets and we overdress sexually, like everything is short, our ass cheek is out, our titties out. Okay, that's cool. But then somebody decides to want to put their hands on you. Now, first of all, I don't believe that anybody should put their hands on you. I don't believe that. You keep your fucking hands to yourself. Don't touch nobody. But but when you you look like that, to me, it's kind of sending. I mean, it's it's sending messages that <laughs> like, come on, you know, like not touch me, but look at me yay but then you get mad when somebody look at you i'm a female and i see a female dressed like i'm like damn why she got her ass out she's showing out her fucking titties like i'm saying shit like i'm I'm looking i'm looking and when a man do it it's going to be different because now it's like like, oh my god like it, it feels so creepy and nasty like don't don't do that and then now you get mad and then now you looking at this dude right here next to you like are you, sir, are you going to do something about this? And now he has to go and fight your battle, <laughs> you know, because you came out half naked. I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm a let's argue, let's talk about it, but it's just my opinion. You know, I'm not going to go outside with my ass cheeks out. But if I do go out with my ass cheeks out, I'm going to expect men to look drool. And there's no need for me to get mad if they're looking at me. There's no need to get mad because. I'm giving them something to see. So there's no need for me to get mad. Just keep going about my business. But don't get upset and expect the dude beside you, Roger over here. Roger, you, you gonna let him look at me like that? You you can't expect that man to do anything because you came out with no clothes on. But um but yeah, the conversation my husband and I had, you know, he really didn't agree with everything of it. And I mean, we both say, yeah, you should be able to wear what you wanna wear. But keep your hands to your damn self. Don't ever touch nobody. You know, um, I had um, like a little incident in a clothing store I was in, and one of the guys he had um, he um, well I experienced the incident. He wanted the girl's number who worked at the register, and she lied and gave him another number. And 
And he, he came back in that store and he was like, that's not your number. And she was like, I know that's not my number. I don't want you to have my number. And like, he literally came back in that store and argued with her about that. Like the, the emotions that these men have, like you can't talk to a man and you can't turn them down. They get upset and you just don't know what they're gonna do. They are crazy. You shouldn't have to live and feel like this. We really shouldn't have to, but that what happened. So when, when I'm approached by a guy in a situation, I'm always, you know, I'm nice, I'm well-mannered. Hey, how you doing? You know, I do stuff like that. I don't give them no room to say nothing else because it ain't nothing else. I quickly, I shut it down, but I still be nice at the same time. All right, now you have a good day. And I keep going about my business. That gives them the indication that she ain't interested in your ass and I ain't interested. But you just gotta be careful how you talk. You just can't be like, you know, you don't need to be nasty like that, but you gotta protect yourself at the same time. So you can be a little nice nasty without the, nastiness but you can be nice man. if y'all get my drift and know what I mean <laughs> all right guys um I have um an Erica letters someone sent me and I can't actually kind of relate to this um because it it does happen because I've done this for a very long time and I just came to a point where I say you know what I'm gonna stop doing this too so it says um I have friends who call me only when they need something. Is it a good idea to stop seeing them? Is it a good idea to stop seeing all of them? I also feel that I'm the one holding the friendship together because I'm doing all the calling and texting to see how everyone is doing without it being reciprocated. So this is a female. Girlfriend, I can identify with that because Friendship is a relationship. It goes both ways. Everybody plays a part. And you get to a point in your life when you realize that you are the only one doing things. You are the only one initiating. It becomes a little annoying. And it gets to a point where you just don't want to mess with them no more. Because me, Okay, I'm not a person who hangs out all the time. I don't do all that. Um, I don't do all that hanging out at each other's house. And I don't do all that. But what I will do, I will text you. If I see you on social media, I will talk to you. Um, I'll call you if I really got something to say or something we need to talk about. But now, you know, we can just send a voice text. We ain't really got to be on the jack and talk to nobody no more. So my thing is, if that's all you got to do, I don't see nothing wrong with you doing it every once in a while. I don't see you doing nothing. I don't see you, I don't see nothing wrong with that. So if I'm taking my time out, like, hey, oh my God, it's been two months. Jaleesa ain't called me. Like, what's wrong with her? Let me go check on her. And she doesn't text back in two days. Hi. I go on about my business. Next person. Ah. Kiara ain't, ain't, I ain't here from Kiara in the world. What's she doing? Let me go text. Hey, girl, how you doing? It's simple. It's, it's very simple. That's all you got to do. So, I, I've been doing that for a very long time. 
And I've come to the conclusion, I'd say probably about six months ago, and I say, I'm gonna stop that. If you don't take out the time to see how I'm doing, then I'm not gonna see how you're doing. Because it's not fair to me to have to stop my busy schedule, because I'm busy too. I'm doing things too. So it's, it's not fair for you to stop what you're doing to take two, three minutes to try and call somebody or send them a text message and wait for them to respond. It's not fair. It's not fair to you. So honey, what I suggest is um, you've done what you've done if you've always done it. Now you're at a point where you're tired. Let it go. Let it go. When they realize that you on your shit and you ain't got time for their shit, then they'll hit you up and be like, hey girl, what you doing? I haven't heard from you. And that's when you like, oh, I was just busy. Yep, I'm just busy. <laughs> this friendship thing is, it has to be reciprocated. You know, like I can't make all the decisions all the time. I'm gonna get tired of making decisions. I need somebody else to help me make these decisions. So there you go. <laughs> simple as that but yeah guys so i know i skipped last week on the eating friends podcast but you guys know uh, i'm gonna come right back to you i've just been busy had a lot going on and you know i saw celebrating my birthday so I, I gave you guys a rundown on that and i hope you guys continue to tell a friend about me and make sure you follow me on instagram at eating friends pod and on twitter at erica jones with the Z on the end, make sure you go to the Roku channel and check out Got What You Need is G-W-N. You see the red mic. Make sure you go ahead and um, put that on your um, your Roku TV, your smart TV. And also make sure you check out YouTube, check out all our pods that we have got going on. And hey, tell a friend about us. All right, guys. Talk to you guys soon. Be good.